0: This is a homebrew podcast.
1: Hey, uh,
2: Grundle? What you watching, bud? In the year 1987, Terra launched the last of its deep space probes. Aboard this compact starship, a lone astronaut, Captain Joe Rogers was to experience galactic forces beyond all comprehension. In a freak mishap, his life support systems were frozen by temperatures beyond all comprehension. His E-Class ship, the Regnar, was blown out of its planned trajectory into an orbit beyond all comprehension. An orbit that would return Joe Rogers to Terra into a future beyond all comprehension. Well, that, uh... Quiet. That certainly sa- what? The music! What, what music? The music's playing! Quiet! I'm gonna to... uh, go make a grilled cheese. D- do you want one? Yes. Welcome to the crew, Joe Rogers, A real hero.
3: Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm the NPC, Maitre D, Grant Milkey. Huh? <laughs> Here with Austin Brady,
1: Zaldwin, the lovable bug idiot, and Gray the ambassador of the guild.
4: Cody Smith. Carl Gauss, uh, the guy who flies the hawk,
3: and Space Pirate Grundle! John Keeley. Mr. Goy. Well, I'm still alive.
5: And Nivets Pozu. Yes, I still create my clones.
3: Oh, how I missed Nivets. (laughs) And Tyrell Nye.
0: Heavy Arms Oliver, the Broken Warrior, and Billy Boom, Space Pirate
3: Extraordinaire. Previously on the homebrew, the crew finally made it back to the Hawk. No locket, no VIP ancient alliance monarchs, and losing two of their own. Gray, a rescue from the chaos on Dasaki, found a teleportation circle tattooed on Elise, and they were able to dispel it. He then had to buckle in for a little bit of a ride as the crew figured out what their next move was. They determined they would visit Maxwell, Thorum, and Frankie on Maxwell's ship. So, we are fast-forwarding a little bit in time. You guys are on your way to a uh, rendezvous with Maxwell. Uh, did you guys want to... It, it is the next day, so did you want to talk to Elise or wake her up or anything? I kind of glossed over that last time. What are we doing with Elise? Um, Do I have
5: spell slots yet?
3: <laughs> um, how long was your inability to sleep?
5: Uh... I don't think I have spell slots.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't think you've been able to long rest yet. I do think that, uh, I mean, you crit—you you aren't addicted to the drug because you critically succeeded your addiction save. However, yes. uh, that does not mean that you can rest. You're still pumped full of wake. I am sorry about the dead Jaden token on the hawk. I'm going to move that. It's messed up, man. Move him to the
1: infirmary.
3: <sighs> I thought you
1: were going to say incinerator. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like Just the just, way that the words were Were gonna come out of your mouth I was just like oh god no
2: I can do that too Whatever you think is best <sighs> Okay hey, What are we gonna do with all this stuff in Jane's room Can I have it <laughs> God damn it
5: Oh shit
1: Jesus <laughs> I
2: don't oh, know what to say to that These useless books Oh, Get them out of here Dibs.
1: I probably I, I think Zaldwin will will put an embargo on Jaden's room. Ugh.
5: But uh,
1: the journals, um Except for the journals. Like the journals Ugh. are the one thing that we can touch. The most worthless thing in there. Because we actually we have a copy of those. Jaden's got good
5: games. Um I'll be taking these. He's got good comics.
2: Do you kind
5: of feel bad though. I mean, I feel insensitive at this moment, but just use those. Hideous.
2: Just use. You hey, the... stuff? Can I have that?
1: <sighs> you are way too quick to be moving on all this stuff. Like, re- really, right now, Grundle? You want a pirate from some some corpses right now? They're not using it. Well, just be be a little sensitive, okay? I I we don't know even what's in there. Man, that makes me want it so much more. Do you really want to see f- fucking Mordecai's porno mags? <laughs> That's some rough stuff. I mean, I'll take a look. Nivets, get that glimmer out of your eyes. <laughs> Just All note, right.
5: I did this, high, this neck cock thing like like I was looking around a corner. <laughs> right <laughs> as you said that. So that was the most perfect <laughs> thing ever. Is like... Mm, porno,
1: <laughs> But we just We, we like all know <laughs> what kind of porn you like, Nivitz. And trust me, the things that I've seen through our essence eye-sharing thing, mm, it's not your type.
0: As the conversation evolves, I think Oliver would suddenly, doors would tsh, open, and he would come marching through, still pumped on Wake at this point, as Goy is, and um, a vicious look- vicious, angry look on his face as he heads towards the jail cell.
1: Hey, bud, I think...
2: She's waiting long enough! She wakes I, up now!
1: Listen, nobody can fucking be as wakeful as you are right now, but I don't think it's a good idea for you to go in there unbuffered.
0: Then buffer. She wakes up now, whether I do it or you do it.
1: Zaldwin's going to walk up past Oliver Uh, with a type of sharpness to him and as him and Oliver are kind of in the hallway and out of earshot. Listen, I know you went through a lot. We all went through a lot, okay? And I know Jaden meant a lot to you, but right now, in this state, you don't have your head on straight, okay? I need you to calm down and be chill about this shit. We are more than licking our wounds. We are on the ground right now, and we can't stand to be bickering amongst each other, okay? We need to keep our fucking calm. We
0: need an advantage. She has information. I'm gonna get it.
1: You attract flies a whole lot more with honey than you do with vinegar.
5: On, On that note, Oliver, um, Oh my
1: god, Jesus, Goy, you snuck up on me
5: (sighs) I, not much for sneaking really I've been pacing up and down this hallway all day, but
1: Yeah, but you walk so quiet, Jesus Space Jesus, sorry Anyway, Zalowin, Oliver
5: If we wait until I can cast at least a spell to remove the things stopping her from being able to speak We'll be able to get much more information out of her Than if we just barge in there now and try to demand information that she can't give.
1: No, I appreciate and understand that. And yeah, we can't do much with a, we can't do much interrogating with a corpse in our room.
3: Give me one moment, Uh, pause. Um, I might be confusing Pathfinder Dispel Magic with D&D 5 Magic. But I'm pretty sure if you dispel magic on a creature, it ends all of the effects on them. Yeah, I yeah, think so. As far as I know. Oh. I, thought I have I, it uh, right here I'm in Vornin. Can Billy you boom. link me the spell real quick? None of you heard that. Uh, what was it? Because I know, I know it's a little different on, on Pathfinder. You have to one creature... Any spell of third level or lower for each spell of fifth level or higher than... Tar- okay, so what we need to do then is because some of these were chaos. You made one save on the teleportation circle, but what we need to do... I believe Gauss is fifth level. Yes. And she had, I believe, four enchantments on her. So give me... Uh, Billy was the one who cast it, correct? Yeah. Okay, give me uh, four intelligence checks then with the DC of... Fifteen. us checked. Twenty two. So that's the first one. Nineteen. That's the second one. Twenty two. Jesus Christ, that's the third one. Uh how many more? One more. One more. Oh. Seventeen. Wow. Um so I guess just to retcon on that a little bit, when you the runes that you have seen on the front of her and then on her arms, those of you who met with her on um on the Vatican space station, when you dispelled the teleportation circle, uh those also, similarly, lost their magic, and Gray would have been able to confirm that since he had detect magic going. Gotcha.
5: I thought uh, Gios had to be removed with remove curse, greater restoration, or a wish.
3: Um, because we had to have Jaden undo it the first time.
5: But I mean, I mean, I'm okay with doing it this way.
3: Yeah, you had to open your big trap. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. It's, it's up for interpretation, right? Because it says you can end the spell early by using an action to dismiss it. A remove curse, greater restoration, or wish spell also ends it, right? So it doesn't say mm. only. Oh. And spells, yeah. sp- spells that can only be removed by a certain effect say the word only on them. Um, happy to talk about it more in Liam's, but the wording on these spells is usually kind of how I go about interpreting them. And since it doesn't say only, and the wording of dispel magic says... Right.
0: And also, those spells don't take a role to dispel it. Dispel
3: Magic obviously does. That's also true. Oh, right. Hey, Jeremy Crawford agrees. Okay. Well, there you go. Jeremy Crawford agrees okay. with me or with Goyce? Yes.
4: lists spells that can end it. It doesn't say those are the only spells that can end hey. it. Dispel, work, dispel Magic works against it. Hashtag D&D. Hey, man. Yeah. That's the, they, well, I'm
5: happy to hear that. I was they, just yeah. like, I remember we
4: rules
3: had this debate. thing with... Uh, earlier Listen to me rules lawyering you guys into success. You're
5: yeah, <laughs> I'm happy for it. I, I was remember also, it we, should we had
0: to wait this, until Jaden... We in. should take this time to acknowledge that Billy Boom is a fucking artist when it comes to removing magic off people. <laughs> oh, oh
3: yeah. Yeah. He yeah. fucking stripped that shit down. Um, so, anyways, uh, unpause uh, the real world and... Uh, yeah, I Elise do remember that, though. is free of uh, the chaos spell. Okay. Uh, assuming the three of you were to approach as this is the converted cell. We haven't really touched on the cell slash living quarters since I think Solomon, right? Right. That's one I can think of. But um, you can see through the bars uh, and she is where you left her. She's... You know, she's laying she got beat up pretty badly, right? So she is um she's kinda of sleeping off a giant metal fist to the face. How do you go about waking her up? Do you want me to get
2: her some food? That always helps me. I mean,
1: yeah, that can most certainly help. Alright, Oliver. I'll, I'll I gotta buffer Oliver. I also don't think that we should overwhelm her. Uh who else wants to? come in the room any takers
0: yeah interrogation is uh, not my strong suit I'll uh, be in the engine room
5: I was gonna you know not to be in there because I'm not feeling myself his eye twitches a little bit
1: alright looks (laughs) like me Oliver (sighs) okay Uh, I think this will be useful and uh, Zaldwin pulls out the Inquisitor's staff what does that do again uh, it cast Zone of Truth. Oh. <laughs> Why are you laughing?
4: I, I, I forgot what it did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, Zeldwin's going to, uh, you know, like once everybody kind of clears out and, and Grundle goes to uh, get the probably a grilled cheese. Um, How do you know? <laughs> uh, he's going to stand at the door with Oliver and... He's just going to say, remember what I said, okay? We don't know anything, and there's no guarantee that she knows anything. We certainly know different information, and we can be mutually beneficial to each other. No throwing cans of soup at people's heads.
5: Why does my head hurt? (laughs)
1: That was a throwback to the last time Oliver lost his temper when we were asking questions. Oh, real deep cut. <laughs> <Deep> cut. <laughs> Nivitz
5: gets pegged in the head with a
1: canister. I just heard Nivitz gets pegged and I want to move on.
5: I said yep. pegged in the head. Nope. Pegged nope.
4: in oh. the head. Don't peg. Titan is missing here. Listen, oh.
1: I don't care where you want to get pegged. Nice. Are you good?
0: Let's just get this over with.
1: You want to find, get it over with before I let you in this room?
0: Let's talk with the fine lady, see what we can find out. And don't kill her yet.
1: Yet. Don't kill her yet. Yet. And Zaldwin presses the airlock to open the door.
3: <laughs> the airlock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just the... evacuate Elise into space.
1: <laughs> no, uh, you know, like I open the, I press the button and the door yep. slides open
3: door opens she is still laying there unconscious
1: uh zeldon's going to step into the room uh and wait for oliver to step in as well um before shutting and locking the door
3: okay i don't know if you can lock it from the inside oh i'm assuming Goy can just lock it for you on his way out but you guys are okay. stuck in there with her all right I can that, do that.
1: that works that works for us okay zeldon is going to uh out. I do believe Zaldwin still has some uh, dear old manacles uh, somewhere from like a long ass time ago because I used them to lock up our dear friend Captain Sullivan so so many uh, years ago. Yeah, I, I still have a pair of manacles. I'm gonna put the manacles on Elise mm-hmm. and then like attempt to wake her up. Uh, you know, first by little shakes and then by you know like more vigorous shakes whatever it kind of yeah, takes to yeah the
3: the first like vigorous shake that you do her eyes shoot open and she just like a just wild looks all over the place what, what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck Calm. and she tries to push you off of her tries to like stand up and then like stumbles backwards like she's you know what i mean she just got literally knocked unconscious and she sits down and she's what's where am I? Calm oh. down. Fuck! 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 And she starts to like claw at her back. We removed it. It's gone. Uh, roll it's me removed. like a persuasion check to calm her down. Okay. Damn. That is a twenty-three. Yeah. So she's like she's like clawing at her back. Like her eyes are wild right now. She's confused. She's hurt. And she you say that and she's like you you remove you got
1: <gasps> and all of the uh, all of the rules.
3: You had four rules on you, correct? She looks down at her arms, and she looks. She notices the manacles for the first time, and looks up at you. And she's like, "Thank you. Where am I? Is this is this your ship? You got the locket, right? You got it." Zaldwin's
1: going to look at Oliver.
3: Oh, for Oliver, I'm so sorry. I didn't. Ah, oh, it's so fuzzy. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I hope I didn't I don't hurt know you. you.
0: I don't want your apologies. We don't have the damn locket. I have questions that need answered, and you're gonna answer them. <sighs> I've got dead friends. Yeah. And
3: some vengeance to attend to. Yeah. Okay. I understand. Oliver, do
1: you uh, do you mind if I remove our remove our friends' manacles? Do you feel comfortable with that?
0: Um. Yeah. A little steam tsh- comes off of the arms, and he's like, "I'm not worried about manacles."
1: I'm pretty sure she could have busted out of them If she wanted to, knowing your blood And, uh, Zaldwin's gonna Go down and unlatch the Monocles as a kind of Show of, you know Trust here Uh, and is going to Just lean the staff Of, uh, the, the scepter Uh, inquisition What did I fucking call it? Uh Inquisitor staff, Inquisitor staff. yeah Uh, I'm gonna Kind of lean that in the corner as a as, as another show of good good faith in the uh, situation we have.
3: Yeah, she she rubs her wrists and starts to just get her composure and like less crazed. Now she does she makes the effort to stand up slowly, wobbles a little bit, you know, holds her head and then just leans up against the wall. She's like trying to gain her composure and trying not to seem so like beaten up and small. Uh, just okay. What? Well, what do you? I I don't really remember what happened. I I blacked out. I uh, you didn't get the locket, or you don't have the locket, or does who has it? Zoro's. Fuck. 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 Uh,
1: what was the the other
3: article that he destroyed? Serp. Serp. What shape was it? Serp was a uh, amulet that he was that Neuro was wearing. He also destroyed Serp. I don't know what that means the amulet she she shrugs she's like I, I I don't know about sir I I just know that locket he he and she kind of like stops for a moment she's like zorros and then she she like flinches when she says that uh and then she calms down heaves this big sigh of relief and she's like Zoros I know he needed the locket so he can ensure that the door stays open forever. And he didn't trust Neuronethemir anymore. They had they had a deal, but it it broke down. I I, just, I, I knew he was gonna take it from Neuronethemir. Neuronethemir was handleable. We could have handled Neuronethemir. We can't handle Zoros. I don't I don't know anything about SERP.
1: Neuronethemir had three artifacts. He lost one to a former crewmate of ours, um, which was destroyed by Gemdegron. Does that name mean anything to
3: you? Uh Gemdegron, yeah. She nods her head. Gemdogron He's he's part of the the Ender thing. I John. And she looks at her tattoos again. And again just this like huge sigh of relief. Like she's like you know what I mean? Like she hasn't been able to say these things for so long. And she's like, John John knew about Gemdogran, talked about Gemdegron. I wish I would have listened more. I didn't know when it was happening that I would need to know, but Yeah, I've heard the name.
1: Adia was someone who was previously on the path with Neuronethomir, I believe, at least.
3: She nods. Uh,
1: So was Serp and Tiladin, and they all, except Neuronethomir, were turned into artifacts that protected various planets. When Adia was destroyed, so was the protection that held together Dasaki, and so it fell to the Enders.
3: If it makes you feel any better, if this protection was a deal with Zoros, there was probably a catch. Do you know anything about the usurper? She, her eyes go wide when you say that, and she, she kind of nods. She's like trying to keep her composure. Like, yeah. Who are they? She swallows, tries to like straighten up a little bit and like, she can't quite do it. Like a single tear comes down the side of her face. And she said, John's the usurper. He had to do it. He didn't have a choice
0: goddamn friends I've killed too many of my friends and I'm gonna tear them all apart
3: but not my friends I mean John's my friend I think he's losing control though he he let a entity in that wanted to fight Jendergrunt wanted to take control he did it for power he wanted to protect Jaden but well that
0: whole lot of good that did cause he's fucking dead now
3: She she nods she's like John's gone too then it sounds like at least the John I knew. Do you know where we can find John or what's left of him? He stayed on Exile to keep Jem de Grom there. Do you know where Exile is? She shakes her head. She said Zoro's took over before that. I only know the stories. It all fell apart. You know, like you're traveling with someone, you're working with someone. They do things you don't like. You tell them not to. It just inch by inch, they they just make decisions and you just kind of go with it because you think you're doing the right thing. And then it just, before you know it, it's too late. I didn't. She shrugs. She's like, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Why does, why
1: does Zoras want to
3: keep the door open? She, she shakes her head. She's like, he, he wants everything. As far as I can tell, whatever's happening to the stars has to do with the door. I don't, I don't, she like gets a little frustrated. She's like, I don't understand it all. Okay. I, I, I don't I don't think other people think I just know there's something with the door and he he, he made some sort of deal with neuronanathemir to keep the door open as long as some of the planets were protected I I'm assuming that's what you mean with uh what, what serp right I why because look at what he's done with all of this happening do you know how much he's owns how much he's purchased, how much he's controlled. This chaos. I mean, he sells weapons. He sells ships. He sells arc, arcs. He sells survival. He, uh, you know he's in charge of the church now, right? Yeah, unfortunately. He's keeping all of this going so that he can get everything. I mean, if you ask him why he's doing it, he thinks that once he has enough, once he has enough, whatever enough means for him, when he, once he has enough, then he can save everyone, he could help everyone. They don't know what's good for them. He thinks everyone's stupid. He thinks I'm stupid. He thinks John's stupid. He doesn't listen to anybody. And he, he he wouldn't say that he's just greedy. He wouldn't say that he's just thinks he's a god. He would say he's trying to help, but look what he's done.
1: What happens when the door closes?
3: She shrugs, she's like, I didn't get that far. Do you know where Zorus will go? She nods, just like he when things get hot goes to his ship and he hides and he waits and he'll show up again and he'll hide. He's hes a coward. He's powerful but he's a coward.
1: I'm assuming it's called the Lathander 3.
3: She's like just two I think. Yeah. She shrugs she kind of realizes that she's kind of like you know what I mean uh, her demeanor isn't where it would normally be and she, she just tries to straighten up a little bit more and she shrugs and she's like well, what are we doing?
0: We have work to do. You have to get off my ship as soon as we land.
3: Why? He's taken as much from me as he has from you. Let me fight him.
0: No, I don't know you. I don't want to know you. The only people that matter are on this ship or dead on Dasaki. We'll clean up your mess. We'll fix all of this.
3: Oh, you haven't left any messes, Oliver? I've made plenty. That's what we do. We make messes, but we don't stop. So let me fight. Look, I didn't ever think that we were gonna have some sort of like reunion. I didn't think you cared. Honestly, I don't even know if I care, but I know one thing, and it's the same thing that you know, and I deserve to fight him as much as you. And I can't do it alone. Neither can you. I'm not doing anything alone. My people aren't putting out stars.
0: My people are gonna set it right. And he's just gonna bang on the door twice to get going to let him out. What, what, oh.
5: Uh opens the door. <laughs> Are we done? I oh, am.
4: Yeah. Grundle's waiting out there with the grilled cheese and some tomato soup.
1: <laughs> Zaldwin's going to uh, take the grilled cheese and the tomato soup. You go. Thank you, Grundle. You guys... I hope like it. Go, take, uh, go take Oliver down to and let him, let him relax. If she gives you any gruff about it, tell her she can talk to me. Okay? All right and Zaldwin's going to close the door again with with him and Elise inside.
5: Koi's going to look through the bars. (laughs) Kind of overheard something. Just one question, you know, kind of pondering in my mind. Uh, So how old is uh, Zoros if he made a deal to keep the door open? Doesn't that mean, you know, he's older than we thought? Wouldn't he be as old as Neronethomir?
3: She looks at you and looks like she's starting to try and do some like mental math. And then she like squints and then she like scrunches her face a little bit and then she looks up a little bit. She's like, I have no idea. It's not really my strong suit. I mean, we didn't really, unless he was lying, I met NeuroNethemir when Zoro's met NeuroNethemir. So I don't know. Maybe the deal was after the door thing? I, I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay. Oh, my potions I'll, I'll be back, Zaldwin, to let you out Thank you. locks the
5: door and just walks away
1: You know, your brother's been through a lot And I know you have too And last time you were conscious He tried ripping his head off So, can't necessarily blame him For being quite bitter right now
3: I don't blame him, she shrugs If it's gonna be that way, he can be that way He's got
1: a good heart It uh, wasn't always that way, but it's grown to be that way And... We're certainly not good guys. Like you said, we've made our messes. That's what we have to deal with. I recognize how helpful you can be, how helpful you have been, and I understand that you want to help, but your brother just needs some space. He needs clarity. He needs time. Time is probably the biggest issue here. We don't have time. We have to keep moving forward.
3: She she shrugs, she's like, fine. Let me off at the next stop. Figure it out myself. What I'm trying
1: to say is I, I want to extend an olive branch and I know how valuable you can be and how stubborn you must be if you share any blood with that bull out there. I'll I'll keep in contact or I want to keep in contact. Especially if there's any risk of you falling to more spells. You know, falling to Zoros again, being pulled apart,
3: being tagged the way you were. She shakes her head. She's no one will ever cast a spell on me again. Damn, you're so much like Oliver. <sighs> I have
1: one more thing, one more thread that I'm, I'm trying to follow here. Do you know where Evandol is? I th- I think we ran into him, but given what I know, I'm not
3: 100% sure. She shakes her head just like, as far as I know, Evendal is alive. Soros usually keeps him close. He's, he's a good fighter. He's a good bodyguard. If you can free him from his enchantments, he'll make a great ally. If you can't, He'll make a deadly enemy. I could kick his ass, but he's hard to catch.
1: How do we get him close? How do we convert?
3: Yeah. She's she shrugs. She's like, I mean, whatever you did to me worked. To so,
1: <laughs> kick your ass and s- strip all your spells off.
3: I mean, it probably wouldn't work if Zoros was there. But
1: is there any reason why he would send him out now that he doesn't have two bodyguards?
3: She she shakes her head. She's like. <laughs> He's, he's a fucking coward. He's probably gone, for months at least. When things get hot, he hides. I'll have time to prepare. I'll make sure that spells can't be cast on me. I'll find a way to take that stupid book away from him. I'll find allies who are powerful enough to fight with me, and I'll kill him. And if you beat me there, then I'll start working on undoing all the damage he's done.
1: I'd like to have you aboard the ship, Elise, but I gotta clear it with everyone else. And I think I, I can warm all her up to the idea, but I'm not 100% sure.
3: She she shrugs. Like, you can you can tell she's just trying to seem like she doesn't care. But, um, she just shrugs. She's like, whatever. I'll do it with you guys. I'll do it without you. She's going to be like that. You can be like that.
1: One more check for posterity's sake. Uh, the pills. Do you know where he gets them? Do you know where they're manufactured?
3: She, she shudders when you mention the pills. Um... And she's like, no, I don't know where they're manufactured, but it's impossible. <sighs> she sighs. She's like, I guess we'll have to handle the pills, too. John was the smart one. I'll we'll need to find the smart one.
1: All right. Thank you, Elise. Is there anything I can do to help make you more
3: comfortable here? I'm fine. Thanks for the food. And she, she starts to chomp. Yeah, just let me out of here and we land. we
1: will grab the scepter and stand up and, and knock on the door.
3: And I am assuming that Goy lets you out. Hopefully. <laughs> it takes about a minute. And then Goy's like, oh yes, oh yeah,
5: oh yeah. That was me, that was me. As <laughs> the other the
1: one door. passes Goy, it just kind of gives him a look. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> um, i <I'm> sorry.
5: Uh, <laughs> Unlike some others, as he pushes the button for the door to close again, I'm not used to really uh, tweaking out and uh, being awake for so long.
1: It's all right, we'll... We'll get somebody else to watch the door. Uh, Maybe Tyler. Tyler could probably help out here. Um, Either way, I think we should have a group meeting uh, before we kind of land. Okay.
3: Uh, You are indeed, it's going to be about a day's worth of travel to get to um, the rendezvous point that Maxwell set for you guys. So uh, go ahead and have your group meeting and then we'll move on to Maxwell.
1: Yeah uh i think zeldwin just wants to like bring up the case that like he thinks that elise can be useful and kind of acknowledge that there there is some hostility right now towards elise um but overall that like zeldwin thinks that they can be more useful than hurtful right now but without drawing too much direct attention to oliver like basically trying to get Oliver's blessing in all of this and also relays all the information that he got from Elise as far as like John being the usurper mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: well as far as the last goes I don't see any problem with it keep your enemies close that's what I always say and hey hatred breeds good friendship sometimes but uh on the other information yeah uh, I think we got a lot of discussing to do I've got some unfinished business. I'm feeling like I might want to pick a fight with some Enders. Might need to make some calls, pull in some friends from the past. But uh,
4: I'll wait until we talk to Maxwell to really push on that.
5: Hmm. uh, I'm okay with her coming along.
4: It makes sense to me to use one of Zoros' weapons against him. And if it's what she wants anyway, I mean, sounds like like a win-win. But, you know, Oliver's been my number one for as long as I can remember. And if he doesn't want her on board, next spot. Hmm. That's just my, I mean, I, Oliver, I mean, you completely against it?
0: (sighs) She wants to stay. She can stay. I don't care. I just want her to stay out of my way. All my family's standing right here. I don't need any more. We got targets and locations. We got to find out how we're going to weaken Zoros, and then we need to take out his Lathander and him. We have to find Exile so I can pay this uh, Super
4: and Gemdacron a fucking visit. Right. Any leads on Exile? You said that she didn't know. How are we going to find this place? Hey, Nivitz. Yes? Do you think your um book will talk to us?
5: Um, my page?
4: Uh, yeah, Pagemaster, sorry.
5: I was like, I don't really have a. That mean, I have plenty of books, but... None that really talk, but I do have that page. Hmm. Maybe I can try talking with the entity inside of
4: it and see if I can get any information. Yeah, because if it could help us get to exile, that would solve a lot of our... I
1: mean, that would be a ruin that we could actually go to. Are there any protocols that we would have to look out for as far as containment of this? I mean... If it's something that's dangerous Something connected to exile Certainly you would need some sort of containment
0: I forgot you were here It's um, my
1: job for you to forget that I'm here <laughs> That's really creepy Not as creepy as you lot I mean, what even is that? And Grey points at Grundle Hard. <laughs> Billy just like pauses and goes Fair enough
4: I mean, that's, yeah, fair enough I had the same reaction reaction to what?
1: Kind of all (laughs) of you. Just all of you. you're so normal. Fair enough.
5: I was gonna say no. Not really. Appreciate the gliding, but that is not normal.
2: Into what?
1: I can glide, Grundle.
2: Ooh. That's cool. What else? (laughs) I think
1: Gray will just kind of like strobe their skin as like it like fluctuates between a hardening carapace and then like soft flesh um, i'm genetically hacked
2: oh i want genetically hacked
1: it looks like you have been grundle huh?
0: yeah. yeah i think uh, like three quarters of us are genetically hacked not me though i just have a black hole for a heart that's all
1: yeah
4: we're either cyborgs genetically modified or both
1: Back to the actual point that here that I'm trying to talk about is oh, wait, how do we contain the page? Well, Are we worried about any of its effects, especially if it looks like Zoros's book, what's to say that it is not spying for him?
0: Yeah, our method has not been very good. Um, Nivets has left it in the bathroom multiple times. <laughs>
1: Perfect. It's <laughs> good reading material. I wonder why it felt like I was being watched in there. Now I know that Nivitz is to blame.
5: Well, it just asked if he could just stay in there for a while. I mean, it, I didn't see any problems with it. Just don't sign it.
0: Only but you did.
5: <laughs> and here I am telling you not to sign it. Peer pressure sucks. Uh, but it does want to be away from Zoro, so I, that, at least that's what it says. It wants me to get the rest of the pages away from him, so there's that.
1: Alright, well. I guess it's decided. We, well, we wait to get to uh, the rendezvous point. We take a talk to the book. Yeah. I'm oh, I've ahead. never talked. I've never talked to a sheet of paper before. Well, not consciously.
5: Oh, I've I've got an idea. Uh, have we seen anything about? Well, actually, wall break. Uh, have we noticed anything about Dasaki on like whatever the internet you know
3: media yet, or is it still just a blackout? It's all over the news, it's all over the media, but there's nothing about Enders and nothing about demons. Okay. It's just, like, kind of continuing, like, talk shows, you know what I mean? Like, they're talking about it, they're talking about different, you know, rescue efforts and all the people contributing and blah, blah, blah. They're talking about that type of stuff, but you can't find any mentions of Enders.
5: All right. Carl, do you, uh, perchance have a... Recordings of your strafing run on when you were we sent you to go bombard Grunhilda's position or defend her position?
4: Um, well, I mean, I guess that's kind of up to Grant because I mean, Carl does record everything, <laughs> it does seem like something he would record, but I never said I did, so I mean, I wasn't were playing you, Carl. At the were time, you
3: making so. a highlight reel? <laughs> of my, um, I, mean, <laughs> I do think that would be like,
4: I, mean, I definitely think it's something he would
3: do. It is, it is, very it galaxy is enough to galaxy. In your uh, something that you would do, but you didn't, however, say that you did it. So we're just gonna leave it up to the dice and we'll say five, roll d20, five or lower, you didn't. Anything over five, you did. What kind of dice are you rolling, bro?
4: <laughs> Pretty high powered dice. V8 <laughs> in that bad boy? Yeah, I had to, it's a pull start.
3: <laughs> it's got it, a hammy. Yeah.
4: But yeah, I rolled a 17.
3: You rolled a 17. So yes, you did record it. And I do want to believe that it was for your highlight reel.
4: Right. Uh, Yeah, I do. But it's mostly just shots of me, you know, uh, you know, shooting all these demons and fire. And a a lot of me looking off to explosions to get, you know, good shots of explosions and the city escape. And I don't know. what What were you hoping that I got? Well I
5: was hoping we could use this as evidence of demons and enders on Dasaki. Hopefully there's enough there to prove that. And Nivitz reels against it that it's fake, but tip taps are notoriously uh unfakeable, so
3: <laughs> that's another that's gonna be another luck roll again since we're handling this retroactively. So give me another D twenty, Carl, and we'll say this is gonna be a little bit harder, right, since you weren't specifically trying to like record proof. So roll a D20, if you get over, let's say, a fourteen, if you get a fourteen or higher, we'll say that you can it's something identifiably to Saki. Oh. Just can
4: 12.
5: I can I boost it? Can I boost it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> the omen wheel.
5: Omen wheel, can I boost it?
3: <laughs> so like for me, this isn't like a D&D mechanic. I know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luck is just like, hey, this might have happened. Did it happen? Is there Right? Did it happen? So I've got a lot of yeah, great fair. footage of explosives, ships,
4: cities, but nothing that's particularly like the Dreamer's Tower or the, the anything Dasaki. Yeah, not sorry. to say
3: it's definitely not Dasaki. It's just not right. It could be anywhere. Like it would take a little bit. And it, it's just not absolutely like oh that's fucking Dasaki hundred percent.
4: Yeah, no, like you know I didn't get the Dasaki Tower of Freedom. Or the, you know, the hero of Dasagi statue that's being constructed while being attacked (laughs) by Enders.
5: (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Well, we can at least label it as appropriately, and the netizens can at least tear it apart if they want to try. But it at least is something pointing that there's something else going on at Dasagi, and that's more information anybody doesn't have yet, or nobody
1: knows about. We also know who's blocking the information from getting out. That's all Terran Command.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I've got some ideas. I don't know whether I want to go to the moon and start some trouble or whether I want to go start some trouble with Terran Command. But uh, I, I want to see if my old friend has uh, built up his uh, numbers like he promised a couple years ago.
1: All right. It seems smart to rally at this point, figure out who our allies are. This is going to take a lot more organization and planning than any of us would like to really engage in, I'm sure.
3: Tyler perks up. I love organization and planning. What are you talking about?
1: Well, have I got the organization and planning for you, bud? Uh, I'll start a
3: spreadsheet. Let's go.
1: Hell yeah. uh, Start with all the people who are... Uh, Zoro's affiliated, which is pretty much what eighty percent of the universe. God, it feels
3: like more the more we
1: find out, and then figure out how we. Well, can I think I've,
3: I've been working with Frankie uh, remotely a lot, and they have a lot of that information already, got kind of worked out. Like that's not just you—you you already asked for that, and you already have that, my friends. So you just got to go talk to Maxwell. That's where we're headed, right? All right, yeah, we're on course to a rendezvous as we
0: speak. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's why I said we hold on and we don't make any rash decisions
3: until we see what the boys have come up with. And Lady, of course. Do you have kind of a new spell that I think would be cool? So like last time cool, Nivitz talked to uh the page. It was like like a some sort of like demiplane or like mental something like that. I was going to say I could try the spell that I've been learning and I could connect us all telepathically, so, like, you wouldn't be able to talk to him, but you'd be able to, like, hear it and, like, tell Nivets, like, what to say, and he could, like, telepathically communicate with you while he was talking to this entity. That Would that be helpful? I don't know. Oh,
1: okay. Probably. I mean, that's that sounds like it might do something.
3: Right,
0: for sure. I mean, I don't like trusting Nivets to tell anybody anything, so... What?
1: what? I mean... I, not I you're not, like, vaguely really smart, trust Nivets.
0: <laughs> I've uh, heard you talk to your pet that you never let out of your room. And, uh,
5: it's I rude. let him out. He just doesn't like going around you guys for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I think it's mostly Grendel.
2: Oh, yeah, he's going to eat him. I try and show it love and affection. I say, come here, dragon, come here.
5: <laughs> that at least sounds like a threat, like you want to eat him that's how I, I, don't, I, don't want, I want to get Sal's attention it, it, it sounds like you're making lip smacking sounds like here
2: dragon
3: yeah so Tyler <laughs> casts telepathic bond on uh, eight willing creatures so that you can all communicate telepathically now for nice. an hour for is hour. it only words or is it abstract thoughts that's a really interesting <laughs> question <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say both.
1: Zaldwin tries to send uh, the image of a wiener uh, to Grundle through his, through his brain.
3: Let's make uh, intelligence checks. If you're trying to send an image, uh, we'll just do like a DC 12. And that way there's like a little bit of a gate. So, so yeah, everyone in this telepathic bond, Tyler can like, kind of finishes up. He's like, OK, I think that's it. And then you all see a wiener.
1: Yeah, it's a 22. I, I I send everybody a wiener.
3: I think it's working.
5: <laughs> That's what she said.
3: Yeah, I feel like I want to ask what kind of wiener, since it's like a space world, and there's so many different, varied peoples in the universe, and so many different, you know what I mean, genitalia. But I'm not going to ask, and I don't want you to tell me.
0: Oh, this one has flanges. It's nice.
3: Nice touch. Thanks. I based
0: <laughs> it
1: off my own. Oh. <laughs> I'll I'm come make you a that's, ring that's,
0: that's, that would go around that quite nicely. Okay, It's
2: moving. On <laughs>
3: rings. Moving. On. Uh, Nivets. I mean, I have a ring of protection. It's <laughs> not that kind of <laughs> moving. <on. laughs> oh my god. Oh man, man, I uh, can't believe we've had uh, safe sex, w- kids. We've had two condom jokes, two episodes in a row.
0: <laughs> um,
3: didn't know that was gonna happen. So, uh, Nivitz, are you going to retrieve your page from the bathroom?
5: Yes, I guess it's in the. Ba- I was like, <laughs> 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 it's been left in there. I didn't say it was in there, but since you said it's in there,
0: <laughs> like, all right, Let's pull it out. I like. And he's like mm. super quiet for a while And then we're like you left in the bathroom again didn't you
5: Yes So Nivitz goes across the ship to the special door Through to the other side of the ship And into like the, the Extra extra bathroom oh, To it's the it's it private bathroom <laughs> Where it currently is And brings it back
1: Pulls it out between those sticky pages Of Goliath weekly My goodness, goodness.
2: Where did we get this copy of Exotic fishes
3: I'm not even gonna touch that one. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't touch that with a ring of protection. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yep. I was about to be like, anyways. Um... And Nivitz tries to, I don't know, send a mind probe into like towards the the page. Try to immediately
3: Nivitz bricks. <clears throat> his eyes roll back into his head, and he just falls to the ground, which isn't that far, luckily, since he's a gnome. And you find yourself uh, in a familiar place where you have been before. It's just dark on all sides. It's dark down as far as like you can see yourself clearly, but there's just no light. And then all of these cat like eyes start to open around you You're like ah, my little minion. How goes the mission?
5: Well, not a fan of the, th- the minion. Wording that that's not you cool, but um, friends did see the book,
3: yes. And you are reassembling the pages for me, you are making me whole,
5: yeah. Of course, you know, that, that's that's the plan. Um,
3: then why do you summon me? I need to rest and regain my strength.
5: David's gonna try to send a thought probe at the others. He's like, Where was, was it? Exile, he's looking for. or... Mm-hmm. Just the other book, Exile. Um, quick question. Uh, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Uh, do you know where Exile is by chance?
3: The eye grows like massively. You know what I mean? It's like it's it, it's like looking up at like just this huge eye so burning like, into yes? your skin. It's like, I do not scratch your back. You serve me. Why do you seek exile? And what will you give me for this information? Hmm.
5: The back scratch. Your other no.
3: ear. <laughs> Ooh. Make <laughs> another ear. Make a uh, intelligence saving throw in
5: What? What?
3: Being mean. All right. Wait. Are there other loose pages? Twenty-six. It. Uh. You. You feel this like overwhelming. Like mental pain, like one of the worst headaches you've ever had. Since you saved, you only take half damage of this. So you take four psychic damage, just a spike in your brain. Like, do not speak to me this way. What will you give me?
5: Oh shit, now now I have to give him something? Fuck. Demons are such pricks. Hmm.
3: You're wasting. (laughs) I'm sorry, my I'm trying to think
5: of something that's good to a good time! A
1: good barter.
5: Does it have to be immediate? Do I have to give it <laughs> to you now? Can I give it to you later?
1: No balls? Sell your soul, nerd.
0: Yeah, what
5: Zaldwin said. Sell your soul to it.
3: You, you have gotcha. you actually very know. bad influences on me right now. You have taken my time. Now you will make an offering.
5: Well, I was just asking because, you know, how about the head you know eventually later down the line i'll give you the head of the guy who has the rest of you
0: give him your
3: pet
5: don't want to give him charles Barkley. you
3: already agreed to make me whole in exchange for my power again are there other pages
0: like loose in the universe not in the book i don't really know what i feel like that's important information you might have wanted to ask when you made a deal with the devil to make him whole
5: I was tired. You guys kind of just made me sign a page. It was rushed. He took my ear. Sorry, I don't remember that much.
1: <laughs> Is this like a weird coma where like Nivitz can just fucking hear us for some reason? Yeah,
3: he can speak to you telepathically, and you can speak to him. Oh, telepathically? that's right.
1: We're th- the telepa- the telepathy. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the telepathy already. It's been like it's, two it's minutes. Two minutes.
5: <laughs>
1: well, how about a toe? Or a nipple, or both nipples.
5: <laughs> I, I like my nipples.
1: Nipples,
5: you <laughs> say? <laughs> I like
1: nipples.
3: <laughs> oh my god, no,
5: that's unfortunate.
3: My patience. You is can boring. have
5: the left nipple then.
3: Left, yes.
5: For Exile's information, I hate you guys. For exiles. that's tip, tip the the telepathic link. <laughs>
3: He's like, I hate you guys. Yes. Uh, the left one, my favorite. Uh, yeah, and your left nipple is torn from your body. It, Yeah, it doesn't feel good. It's not just like a poof. It's you're, you're sacrificing a piece of yourself. Uh, and he fills your mind um, with the location of exile. You would be able to help Carl get there. It's very, very far away, though. And it's not in, like, you know what I mean? It's not in a system that you, it, it, it's in one of, like, the outer systems that's not connected by the warp gates. But you, he does give you the information and you would be able to, you'd be able to give that to Carl. And it's, like, burned in your memory. It's not, like, a flash. Okay.
5: Well, then I'm gonna leave. Have fun with my people, like You have not
3: told me about your progress. Oh, I've
5: found most of your book. Oh. I know where a good portion of it is.
3: Collected the pages. Do you pages. have uh,
5: a better way for me to be able to track down missing pages?
3: How many have you found? I
5: found a lot of them. Most of the book. Yes. I know where they are, at least. Uh,
3: the scattered pages. You found now, most of them.
5: No, I found most of the not scattered pages. Uh, now, do you have what? a method for... what? The scattered pages to be found?
3: So you've done nothing.
5: But I found really... them. What? <laughs> what, Oliver? <laughs> you hey, started you, to chime you, in. You
3: really, Are uh... you prattling to me, minion? That's my mind. Your pedantry is infuriating. You will find my scattered pages. You will make me whole.
0: Well, bet I could build a device that could track its energy. And then well, we could maybe find some pages but, like, that would take some time. I didn't know that you were looking for whole pages until right now, so... Sorry about that, mate. Okay, well... T- tell, tell him you got some solid leads. Looking into some, some solid uh, leads? Some really, really good information that's going to lead you to lots of pages.
3: Roll deception for me, Nivis. You've been obfuscating. Let's go ahead and get that out of the way. <laughs>
5: is it always Don't deception. you mean persuasion?
3: Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Why is it
5: always deception?
3: (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) This eye shrinks down and gets very close to you and says, I will tell you the other pages, but it will cost you. No, thank you. The right one.
0: The right. The right. You don't need that. The other nipple.
5: (gasps) But that one's pierced. That's weird. That's... <laughs> I like this one.
0: Oh man, at this point, you gotta, you gotta, commit get off the pot, right?
5: Fine.
3: Take it. Take he it. Rips your other nipple off of your body, blood streaks down the front of your cloak. And all of these images assault your mind. Um, let's just pause. I have to go back in, in notes a little bit here. You didn't ask very many questions the first time you met with him. I didn't um, know what's going on at the <laughs> I'm
5: time, like, really. You know? I was I like, know. "How? How do I track him down?" Didn't want to
4: talk <laughs> about it. Well, I kind of see why you don't want to talk to him.
1: <laughs> yeah, literally changing nipples for information is not taking something body that-
5: parts is not fun.
3: He uh, I mean, he did, he did give right. you a powerful ability. Don't forget about that. You haven't used it yet, but you do. You did get some of his power, uh, and he offered to give you more power as you collected more pages. Okay, so these images that you see, Nivitz, uh, and, and I did just just to reiterate, it's been it's been a while, but he did say that he you, you did get that extra power. Right, you're able to break mm-hmm. some of those rules on spells um, that you and I worked out privately, uh, and he did say as you collected more pages, he would be able to give you more powerful spells. You took some of his power. I think you've given him an ear and two nipples now. He's never, and you would know this, uh, he's never going to give you anything for free. Even if, you know what I mean? It's always going to be like that. Yeah. Uh, but he does have a lot to give and blah, 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 etc. The visions that he assaults you with, I'm going to go through the ones that you would recognize now, which is more than before. The ones that you would recognize now, however, I uh, the other the other visions that you have you'd be able to do some research on and probably get some more specific names uh you see the church where you found john paul's page and you see an image of yourself this is all happening very fast uh you see an older graying hobgoblin he's in uh like an office it's like a high-tech office it contrasted with this stack of paperwork and like a feather pen that this older hobgoblin is scribbling on. The nameplate on the desk reads Norman Alexei. You see a formation of this like cellular mass uh, just immediately just like pop up like you've seen the hobgoblin apparate before and it turns into the Pope Gromlug and he's being handed a page similar to yours by Zora's. You see the general of the Terran command who was speaking negatively about the Ancients' alliance when you are at the summit. His name is General Higgins. That fucking bastard. You see a figure that you recognize as John Seatel looking very defeated, like sad, down, face in his hands. And he's setting, sitting across a metal table from Zora's. And there are a few other you don't immediately recognize, but you could probably figure out like who they are with some, some research. So just real quick, let me run back through that. You have the one from Jean-Paul. There's a hobgoblin named Norman Alexi. There's the Pope. Uh, there is the Terran Command General, who is kind of the representative to the summit. Uh, and there's John Seatel. And then there's a couple more. Uh, and then after he's assaulted you with these images, again, they're not gonna be hard to remember. They're like burned in your brain. It's not just like you're seeing them. They're being like given to you as memories. Um, and he's just like, I need at least three pages. I should be able to cast a spell to bring... The book to us. Then we need only defeat my husk, and you can make me whole again, my minion.
5: Okay. <laughs> uh, to be fair, he just Nivus just lost both his nipples and has all this images just, just being like seared into his brain. So he's not not. Nah, nah, like,
1: yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yep. So what what's it look like for us? Is is Nivitz's like bricked up body like is he bleeding through his shirt or
3: Yeah, so as Nivitz were to come back to reality, this would have all happened um well, we can't really speed up slow down time because you're telepathically bonded with him, but this would have been fairly quick. Uh, nice. Nivitz would be bleeding through his cloak or his shirt or whatever he's wearing, um he would be bleeding through like not a little bit like I mean this you would want to picture the, the the pain and the image that you have is that this this skin was torn off of his body.
1: Good fucking gravy.
3: Oof
0: yeah it, it's fine. You look fine.
1: Oh yeah, just a flesh wound. Kind of like when I cut your ear off uh, I'm sure Kelly could draw some new
0: ones on when they heal.
1: Oh, a- any of us could draw a new one, son. They hurt. I got so like I... a sharpie right here, or no sorry, a, a snarpy. I have a snarpy marker. Ow. Uh, well, we
4: thank you for your sacrifice. Right. Well, did you get the info you needed? You all would have
3: heard all of that.
0: Oh well, you're a good team player. Uh, you done good. Um, sorry about the nipples. Uh, hopefully you won't have to give too many body parts. <laughs> yeah, I'll help you get new nipples. Don't worry. Hey, oh, man, hey, I hey, can hey, build it. you gun nipples if you want. Wait, what? Gun nipples? Yeah, I've been thinking yeah, about it for myself for a while now. Give, give him gun nipples.
5: God, I would have given up my nipples if I got gun nipples before.
0: <laughs> he speaks <laughs> right. to the D. Uh, <laughs> I'll get right on that. I'll get right on that. Yeah, yeah you deserve it. You done good. Uh, I'll make you gun nipples.
1: You all are... Idiots, aren't you?
0: It's got us this far.
1: Fair enough. I just wanted to make sure that that was a confirmed fact.
2: Hey, Carl! Hey! I've decided I want to be a hacker, just like you!
4: I'm not really a hacker, Grundle. I more or less build things on the net. I mean, I can hack things, but that's not, like, my job. I'm happy to hear you want to learn, though. I mean, if you want to learn how to be a programmer, I can introduce you to something that might help. Uh... Here, check this out. Are you ready to launch your
0: new career in coding? Treehouse has one of the best and most affordable online classrooms for you. Grundle, at Treehouse we've rethought the learning process and built a proven system to get you the skills and knowledge you need to achieve your goals. Grundle, when you're done with a course, you haven't just watched a video. You learned, practiced, and absorbed a concept. Or choose to build a portfolio, create a network, and land your dream job with our bootcamp-style tech degree program.
2: Can I land a dev job by the end of the year? Whatever your goal, Grundle, we'll get you there. Start
0: your seven-day free trial today.
2: You hear that, Carl? It's only going to take me seven days.
4: We'll we'll see, Grundle. you got to make it through the bootcamp first. Awesome. Where do I start?
1: Well, teamtreehouse.com, of
4: course. That's supposed to be over. I hate it when they keep going like that.
3: Okay, so onwards to Maxwell, correct? Yeah, I think so. Take us to Maxwell. Um, okay. So when when you get to like the rendezvous point where Maxwell would have given you coordinates to, Maxwell does not have like a traditional space station like you've seen other places, but he has a cloud of ships that are like paired together. So you would count like 50 larger ships and just a ton of drones and other smaller craft. They're like a mix of unpainted metal and chrome and silver, and they're varying sizes of the signature, like Maxwell, sleek, oval shape. Uh, And you would know Maxwell uh, to no frills, no extra bells and whistles. It's just like maximum performance. They're, They're built to built to last, built the best that they can possibly be, built to work, so on and so forth. Um, when you arrive, a drone would buzz up to you. And if you let it into the airlock, basically the drone would project a portal that you could go through. And that is how all of these different ships are connected is there's like a network of portals that go from ship to ship to ship. So it essentially is like the same like floor space of a space station, but it's all of these ships that are are paired together into this cloud. Um, assuming that you all go on to um through this portal, if you want to stop me, stop me now. If not, assuming all of you go through the portal, there are a few warforged that are coming and going and they all look like fairly similar to Maxwell's companion that you met on Terra, uh Servantograph if you remember. Uh mm-hmm. and Maxwell approaches you and just says, "Oh yes, the Hawk crew here for Maxwell."
4: Oh, um,
3: yeah. yeah. Hey. Yep. Maxwell, I take it? Oh, uh, no. Well, yes, but no. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, follow me. Um, and he leads you through like a series of a couple portals. Uh, and you start to, as you're walking by all these people, you realize this place is packed with Maxwell's and Sir They're all very similar. The Vantagraphs range from these like huge hulking medieval armors to very like sleek chrome plated creatures that are more like robotic uh, and you might s- even occasionally you'd see one that is made of like stone or wood more of like a golem um, and the Maxwell's are mostly elven there are a couple varying like mortal races but they're also varying levels of cybernetically like modified you know some have like chrome face plates and mechanical arms some have barely any flesh at all uh, and Maxwell leads you to essentially another Maxwell and Thorum's in the room. Frankie's in the room. Tyler runs up and like starts talking to Thorum. Frankie looks up, is like, hey, hey guys, and Maxwell nods and the Maxwell who was guiding you, uh, just kind of nods to you and turns and, and walks out. Uh and everyone, you know, greets each other. And Frankie's just like it's it's good to see you guys. We're really, we're really got our claws stuck into this thing, starting to untangle it. This Zora's guy has to go down. He's got his hands in everything. It's crazy. She's like excited about it. Well, what have you got for us? Oh, all sorts of stuff. Uh, And she, you know, she runs over and starts to tip tap around on the screen and... It's kind of like a cork board, but like a three-dimensional corkboard. There's all these different, like, holograms pop up with, like, red lines that are pointing to all these different things. Uh, and Maxwell would approach and look you over as this is kind of, like, booting up and being like, huh, the Ender one, he's not with you?
1: He's not with any of us. He won't be joining us anymore.
3: Ah, uh, it's disappointing. Uh, he was interesting. Great. Not many people are interesting these days. Again, agreed. Um, Thorim looks a little bit somber, and he's just like, You guys look a little beat up. Took a hit.
5: You have no idea.
3: <laughs> well, what happened? We lost. Both of them. Both of who?
5: My nipples.
0: Oh, okay. We lost a fight, and it cost us two.
3: is like, what a kai. And jade. Oh, oh, kid. I'm sorry, it's rough. Got work to do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did you? Anything else?
0: Well, uh, we, uh, more or less killed Uh More or less? More or less. Uh, kind of exploded into an isopo before we, you know, did the deed. Um, Mordecai threw him off a cliff. We're, uh, in the process of finding a place called Exile. Thorum cocks his head. Like exile. Yeah. There's some dark beasties there.
4: Yeah, and there's a lost ruin there, I think, too. Mm.
0: Right. Uh, uh, What's his name? John. Jaden's pop. Right. Evidently, he got in some dirty, dirty magic. And uh, we might find him there.
1: We also lost the uh, the next Lost Temple. But who knows? We've skipped Lost Temples before. Oof.
0: Zoros has the locket. What problem? Hey. And uh, there's still a little problem on the Saki. like everyone's not dead, the Enders are destroying it, and the moon's flying towards it at fairly high speeds.
3: Thorim just <laughs> kind of like takes it all in. He's like, oh, fill me in on the details later. Right. So we already knew we had to get Zoro. Sounds like we have to get him even more now, huh? Yep. <sighs> yeah, indeed. Absolutely. Um, so they start to kind of scroll through their different findings that they have um i think frankie would want to show you her big finding first so um after everything is kind of like booted up frankie's like all right you're gonna love this so you know when vanwell checked out how all of his files were like deleted and carl recorded the whole thing all that Mm -hmm, so i have combed through that footage frame by frame bit by bit I mean it was happening all so fast it was like kind of hard for like the naked eye to see it right but and she pulls up so this is like holographic like think like minority report people like pulling stuff out of the sky and that type of thing she pulls this digital image out and makes it bigger and it's the it's the scene where it happened with Vanwell and all of the kind of like machine kicked on behind him and started doing all the writing all these letters and doing all this PR type stuff Um, and she types in this like super specific timestamp, like down to like the millisecond and scrolls all the way in. And there's a freeze frame of a video thumbnail and it shows Jean-Paul, um, and it's labeled transcription. And you guys are able to read the following words. I'm going to send this over if someone wants to read it for me. Yeah. For our listeners, if you don't mind. Uh, correspondence from Jean-Paul says i think Zorus is trying to have me killed reply from
1: vanwell i hope he gets there before i do why is that from jean paul vanwell the np project was supposed to succeed you idiot it was supposed to be promising jean paul it's still 200 years away from viability vanwell it was never supposed to actually be viable you know that we need the hope ship and promise of light to increase tithes and arc residency. Jean-Paul, I don't think you understand. I may have saved the universe. Vanwell, you're delusional and you're unpredictable. Zoros doesn't like unpredictability. Don't you dare show the NP project publicly now. Or if Zoros doesn't kill you, I will. Do you know how many idea- do you have any idea how many jobs he'll destroy? How many dreams will be crushed? The economic impact of a viable son would devastate us. Jean-Paul, I shouldn't have called. Vanwell, look, I'm sorry. It's been a strange week and I'm tired. I implore you, get back on script. Jean-Paul, okay. Vanwell, sighs. Will you get back on script, destroy the project, or scale it back at the very least? Jean-Paul, maybe. I'll pray on it. Thank you for, thank you, friend, for your counsel. And that's the end of the call. I'm guessing NP is Nivitz Pozu? Yeah. Crazy.
5: Told you you'd work. Right. I feel like I maybe shouldn't have blown it up though. In hindsight. I mean, it's me. I can I can make it. I'll, I'll eventually build it. It's just a setback. Merely a setback.
1: Is it? Is that Zoros that sent you guys the message to blow it up?
3: I mean. Frankie's like nodding her head. She's like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. John yeah. Paul thought Zoros was trying to have him killed. He did. Yeah. Yeah, that don't feel. That's not gonna feel good for a while.
1: How did Zoros know that we had the nuke?
3: Freaky shrugs. She's like, I mean, you were not exactly like super secretive about it.
1: Oh. <laughs> Oops. I
5: mean, that captain was telecasting that he was gonna blow up the whole town with a nuke.
1: Yeah, that's true. He kind of
5: turned him in, and the nuke was never found. So.
1: Wait, you guys had a nuke?
5: Yeah, she's an old girl. Oh, quite yeah, a beaut though. I
0: almost miss her.
1: Do you have any more nukes on the ship?
0: Oh, I wish. <laughs> nah,
1: we ain't got one, though.
0: Maybe okay. the will find another one, though.
3: I mean, it also makes sense why Jean-Paul pardoned you,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, that does make sense.
3: That makes me feel icky. Let's go commit arson or some high crime. <sighs> Frankie's like, I mean, don't, don't worry about it. I mean, he was crazy, right? I mean, he had, like, an army of clones. It's, like, wildly unethical. It would never fly, right? I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Right. As Oliver stares at Nivitz. <laughs> who is tenderly touching where his nipples would be. Uh, and Maxwell Maxwell sighs, and he's like, I mean, the ethics are not really the issue here. We're talking about continuance of civilization. And Frankie, like, you know, rolls her eyes and waves her arms a little bit. And she's like, what do you think? Pretty good? It's fantastic.
1: I mean, it it explains a lot.
3: Yeah. did great. And Maxwell kind of steps up and takes over. Uh, and he's like, yes, so uh, this book he carries with him is our other major problem. I'm not sure he can be defeated while he has that thing under his control.
0: Well, you're in luck. We gave two nipples and it gave us a whole lot of information on how to get it.
3: He blinks and he's like, is that supposed to make sense to me? Oh, no.
0: <laughs> tell him all about it ivitz
5: well like uh, it's true see i have a page of the book and it wants all the book pieces back and so
3: he looks he's like you signed the page
0: <laughs> yeah after we killed jean paul we all ganged up on him and bullied him into
3: it he sighs a little bit and he pulls up kind of his strand where the little holographic red wire is going uh, he shows you a video of Zorros and him speaking, and Zorros is trying to get him to sign a page. Uh, Maxwell refuses, and Zorros attempts to cast a spell on him. Oh. Uh, Maxwell pulls up a uh, the sleeve of his flesh arm with his cybernetic Gross. arm, and shows you a uh, it shows you a scar, and he's just like, "This enchantment was not easy to break." Uh, I was going to say, I believe the people who have these pages are the willing allies of Zoros. And the people that are not willing allies are under his enchantments. A way to discern who's truly evil, if you will.
0: Right. Well, we just stole the page. Yeah, and, we uh, killed the guy Nibet, had it. You know, I mean, it might mean bad news for Nivets down the line
3: for sure. Well, I mean, you would be in a contract with Zoros then.
0: No, See, the book. If, uh, the book is a slave to Zoros as well, right?
5: Right. If This part of the demon wants to take over the rest of the demon, which means it wants to take the power away from Zoros. He he, he nods. He's like demons are. Inviting. You
3: know. Yeah. Understood. So we want to
0: use this against him. Obviously, we're gonna. Wait. Can the page here's
3: right now.
5: Kind of gotta get a couple more pages, and then uh, then I can summon his book. I think is what it.
3: Yeah, it it said if you get three pages, he can summon the husk. And then if you defeat the husk, he can take the husk back over and become whole again.
1: Question is, do we even want that?
3: Oh, yeah, of course. Maxwell's like, I don't know if we want that. We definitely need the book away from him. Otherwise, you're going to have to fight people you don't want to fight. And he's going to be able to cast spells we can't counter. Yeah, but I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. So we do. Okay. Okay. But, I mean, we'll just, like, betray the guy, you know, as one oh, yes. does.
3: Make sure you don't enter any contracts with him. Don't make any deals. Don't make anything that even sounds like a deal. The, the demonic forces are strange. Doesn't necessarily yeah. always require a signature if you make a promise, so on and so forth. It's just be careful with that type of magic.
0: Right. <laughs> It'll be fine, I'm sure. For, like, us. Not nivitz Maybe not nivitz Probably nivitz though.
5: Mean my deal with him doesn't fully come to fruition as long as you know I you have to keep finding one page so loophole. What's the loophole?
3: (laughs) Well, you just said a few words and then said loophole.
5: Yeah, I I don't. I don't think
0: you could just say loophole and then. No,
3: I was meaning as long as
5: I leave one page away from the rest of him, I you know. I declare bankruptcy. My contract isn't fulfilled, and you know I just have to. "Quote unquote, keep looking for it." And
3: yep, that is not how that works. What? It sounds like
1: we get the pages, Nivitz does his thing that we need him to do, and then we kill Nivitz.
5: <laughs> I am not happy with this arrangement.
1: We we lock Nivitz in Thorm Thorum's vault, still and then we not never happy
4: with this. There's a lot of great stuff in there.
1: Yeah,
5: true, but still not happy. <laughs>
3: That's just, well. Regardless, you won't be able to fight him while he has that book. Right. We get the book. We get the And book. we take his pills. Thor's like, Pills! Absolutely. So check this out. Uh, and he, again, follow the wire. Uh, and Thorum is uh, pulling out some different videos and making pinching and squeezing so that they're larger for you. He's like, So, I don't know if you know this, but when you're not on the path, you see a ruin. It's just a wall, right? Yeah. On the path, you see a ruin, you see stairs. Yeah. Follow? Yep. Right. Yeah. So since you since you put me on the path, been doing these things, right? I've just recently discovered this. And he shows a video. Um, he's like, I've watched this a hundred times. I mean, I've studied. It. This is masterful. I mean, fuck this guy, but this is masterful. This is his acquisition of the Green Garden Collective Arc. They're Luddites, basically. They just want to drift through space and drink their own pee and stuff. So there's no world where he should be able to pull this off. And the video is playing now. And you see Zoro's kind of walking around this conference room talking to people. And he's like, I originally thought he's casting some sort of like undetectable enchantment magic. But check this out. And he pulls this file out of the air and spreads it out like an accordion. um, Occasionally pinching and throwing a video out. And he's like, I couldn't see this before. I'm sure you could see it too. You find a Vantograph who's not on the path. He can't see it. We can see it." And then he starts to show you all of these different um, videos of Zoros and they're like almost identical, but you start to like spot little differences. It's like those, like, see the difference in like the newspaper type drawings. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's like, he didn't just give the world's most perfect presentation offer. <laughs> It seems masterful because he practiced it thousands of times. He's able to rewind time somehow. Oh, uh, yeah,
4: yeah, that's one of his blessings. Oh, you knew that? Yeah. Well, I didn't Yeah, know that he was using it to this extent. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, he
3: the, the, the point zero, 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 one percent chance he had of successfully acquiring this arc. He wasn't just lucky. He didn't win the lottery. He did it thousands of times. It's the drugs. He uses the drugs to amplify the blessing. He snaps his fingers and points at you. He's like, it's the fucking drugs. And he and he shows you the Pharmacore label. And he's like, he, he pops one of these every time. Every damn time. Right. Huh. You're not as excited as I was. I felt like you knew a lot of this already.
1: We're just terrified of it.
3: The God thinking- Bleeds. He needs the pills. We take the pills. This is right. good information. It's yeah. good. Exactly.
1: Do you
4: know where we can the source of the pills comes from besides Pharma- PharmaCore?
3: Just- no. Right. I don't really fuck with PharmaCore. I mean my clones, obviously. Um but other than clones, I mean those guys are fucking dangerous. You it's like they they they're nuts.
0: Right, but we need to find where they are manufacturing
3: those pills. I agree. I'm just I don't have any contacts. I use the self-serve kiosk for my clubs <laughs> Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> what if Mr. Goy made a prescription for me and I took it to a, a pharmacy?
3: Frankie, Frankie is like, I, I mean, honestly, there's two sides to Pharmacore. There's the legal side, right? I mean, they're a massive multi-planet conglomerate. They're a media company their fucking drug company, healthcare company, they 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 handle all the cloning. There's that side of the company, and then there's the other side of the company. So I mean if you had some sort of like cool new drug, that might be an end to the other side of the company, if you know what I'm saying. That's not a bad idea.
2: Cool. Um, de- develop the all drug. I have to do is invent a cool designer drug.
3: I mean you don't even have to like invent a drug. You could just like say, right? Like Spread the word or something.
2: Call it the Grundle.
3: I wouldn't call it that. I don't know. You do you. I'm not a branding expert. Uh, <laughs> just a cop. But I would head to Pharma HQ and start finding out who's on that side of the business and be fucking careful. Those guys are scary. They, they, they're fucked up. Like they, they will, they will kill your family. They don't just kill you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm.
5: Hey have to look through what i can create and maybe we'll have something worth their interest
0: or at least me lie you know you get, you know about the stuff you can make it up as you go right something convincing
3: true. and i would i would bring to your attention kellen also might be able to help you with that you would know that maxwell's like ah, so we have one last problem uh finding zoro seems to be elusive uh, I hate to admit this, The Lathender 2 has much of my own technology installed. Before I knew how little I liked him, he was a customer. Have you ever heard the question, can God create a boulder so heavy that he can't lift it?
1: Uh, who's God? A oh, few gods. Uh, yeah, which they one? they all host. He looks at all?
3: you and blinks and he's like, can a God create a boulder so heavy that he cannot lift it? It's a philosophical. Why has it got to be a he? Uh, he turns and looks at Carl and he's like, Well, I may have created the perfect security system. Uh, Based Hmm. on my technology, the Laughender has a procedural randomizer that teleports his ship to a random location whenever it's approached. The only way to approach the ship without it teleporting is a highly encrypted biometric signature key, as in, he can pick who can approach and who cannot. It requires only a couple hours to reset and recharge, finding and reaching it again within that time is nearly impossible. The key is part magical and part physical, so I don't know of any spells or technology that can breach it. I mean, that was the point. It's also much, much bigger on the inside. It is a fortress in there. Even if you were to reach it, you'd need an army. I don't suppose you have an army on hand. Uh, uh, not yet.
0: I oh, mean, well, we'll see.
3: He looks at you, he's like, I have a theory. Hypothetical solution. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, uh, sure. yeah oh, we're, nice. I'm on the edge of my seat. Um, Are any of you familiar with chaos theory? Yes.
0: Uh, right, yeah, I might be a student. Time, time. Uh,
3: not that kind of chaos theory. Um, So, I mean, chaos theory, essentially the opposite of randomness, which is what I was trying to simulate. Seemingly chaotic systems can be deterministic, but the problem is our ability to know the exact starting conditions that's why we can't make problems deterministic not because they can't be deterministic but because it's nearly impossible to fully measure the starting conditions are you following me so far yeah All right. let's take a multi-sided dice for example and he pulls up a just a, di- a dice right it's like do you believe that this is random no okay
1: i mean based on your theory we gotta know the starting conditions of Where the dice is held, how it's falling, the velocity, the surface that it's hitting, all of that. Exactly.
4: Exactly. Zalduin. See, you misjudged
3: him. You looked away from him. You thought he was he's just an inquisitive mind, Maxwell. Oh, now that now that like this is the first time you've seen Maxwell show any emotion. And he's (laughs) like, exactly. And he and he starts talking to like Zalduin directly, since he seems to like kinda follow what he's saying. He's like Anyway, if you zoom in far enough, there's inconsistencies to the dice. I mean even over enough time, over enough roles, if you could tell exactly the things that you just said, you'd be able to determine the role. Now, I actually believe, hypothetically, it's purely hypothetical, Thorum has a ship, Paradise, running millions of simulations right now. There are simulations in the simulations. I mean, with the amount of raw processing power on Paradise, we could simulate billions of approaches and variables and starting conditions to the Lathander, approach it to trigger the teleportation and to some degree of accuracy you could be waiting with an army i guess again purely hypothetical you could be waiting with your army to where it will teleport to seemingly random but simulated billions and billions of times on the paradise to find out what makes it deterministic problem being we would need an extremely powerful artificial intelligence to coordinate that And I don't dabble in AI.
5: Well, all right, boy. Are my characters the only ones looking at Carl? Would
0: you like to uh, let him in on the secret?
4: Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll tell you. I mean, we're pretty close at this point. Uh, I used to be a high-ranking weapons developer for the Terran Command when I was 10 years old. Uh, 10, so. Yeah, 10 (laughs) to 11. (laughs) Got it. Uh, Graduated from... University when I was nine and swept up into the fast grade, fast paced world of weapons development. Uh, but I do my my magnum opus before I gave up the craft was a extremely powerful AI that was self learning and combat oriented, and it kind of you know I tried to save it, but it. I try... It's hard to explain, but I'm sure you can relate to this, Maxwell. But sometimes you have to delete your greatest inventions when they get out, out of hand. So I tried to do that, but it had progressed to a, a state of self-sentience before I had realized. And it took that as an attempt on its life. And we're not on speaking terms at the moment, but I do have a extremely powerful AI somewhere out in the galaxy... ...that is bent on galactic domination.
3: He kind of leans back and forth. He's like, I was hoping for something maybe a little less rebellious, but... It's just a kid. Wait
0: until you hear the army we might be able to find.
3: He looks at you.
0: Uh, So, like, seven or eight years ago, it gets fuzzy with the pod thing. But uh, we met some guys, uh, a man named Gordo. They were hell-bent on, uh, you know, taking over the universe uh, systematically. Uh, A bunch of little frog gents um and we're like best friends they owe us big time uh haven't spoken a while but i'm sure if we can get a hold of gordo i heard he was still alive uh he might be of service i don't know how big they've gotten the little buggers move real fast and live real short lives so uh seven years seems like a lot for them so and i know they're in space met him
3: over at the uh, gun show uh, Maxwell kind of like seems like he's considering some things He looks over at Thorum Thorum's got this big grin he's like, oh, Sounds like we've got ourselves a plan A lot of plans
0: <laughs> Pull this off Oh, side note I feel real bad about the sake And uh, I don't know if there's anything we could do about that Seems a shame to let the Enders ravage all those people And a moon just
2: crash into it after a while right a moon is so destructive it would be much better if
3: we could use it
2: to our advantage
3: um Thorum kind of nods. he's like well I mean I'm familiar with dreamer magic um I used and it yeah. to secure my cube right didn't even think about that right um you told did you, you told him everything just and we kind of fast forward through the through our oh yeah, yeah we yeah. don't hide anything from thorum yeah we gave, yeah, we okay. gave the rundown. just making sure he has all the information he's like yeah I mean I I could probably get you in the tower to talk to them, but that's all you could do, right? I mean, the tower's locked. How are you gonna? Ah, oh, man, that's a that's a big problem. What's inside? Well, the the, the sleeping mages. So I just go in and whisper in their ear. Well, you would go to sleep. You can go talk to them if you're in that state, whatever that is. Again, right. my beliefs about the universe are changing. I mean, I literally walked into a locket and now I can see more data inside of files I don't know if you've thought about the implications of that at all but you can go and you can talk to these people while you're sleeping but you won't physically be in there so I don't know how good you are convincing people to do things when you can't punch them no offense
1: Uh, that can certainly be a me job
0: (laughs) right Zaldoen's better at
3: that I mean it was their king's final order and I don't know uh, you could certainly try. Hmm. I can get you in there. I don't wanna go back there. The place sucks. He's he's like I mean, the way you described it's pretty bleak. Yeah. Yeah. It's dark. Yeah. I don't know. I don't mean any, any offense. I don't necessarily wanna like, get into a big conversation about it either, but I mean I'm I'm worried about the Ender army growing to I mean millions, right? <laughs> um more than I'm worried about Dasaki being destroyed. I, I mean, they're dead anyways.
2: Yeah. That's
3: just me. That's just me. I don't mean any offense.
4: Well, incredibly I mean, you don't have to go anywhere you don't want to. I mean, if 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 we decide to go there, I'll I'll go on the landing party. I mean, if you're uh, not 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 saying you're afraid, I'm just saying you know, if you don't want to. I'm not afraid.
3: Yeah, and Frankie's Frankie's like that's the <laughs> These people deserve a chance, at least. And who knows? I mean, we don't know that we can't undo this, right? And people could live there for a long time. I mean, there's geothermal heat sources. I mean, I've read all sorts of like articles about like people surviving on Terra for longer. There's, it's just crazy. There's still humans on Terra. She she looks at you and she's like, I I mean, it makes sense. I mean, yeah, a lot of people are gonna die, but like destroy, <laughs> destroying the planet. I mean, the sun just turned off. We don't know how, we don't know why. Science can't explain it. So what's to say we can't just turn it back on? Right. And Thorum just shrugs and he's like, I'd rather not freeze to death. Get it over in an instant, right? That's your choice.
5: That's what they deserve as well. I'll eventually make a new son for the planet. Right. You know, down the line, it'll just,
1: you know,
5: it's not gonna help him now though.
1: All right, so we know that the book, there, there's pages with Norman Alexei, pages of Gromlug, there's a page with General Higgins. And a page with John Seatel. John Seatel was taken over by whatever the usurper is, and that summoned the Enders. So, do we think the Enders are under control of Zoros, or do we think that the usurper kind of nicks the deal between John and Zoros?
4: That's a good question, because John seems independent from the usurper. The usurper seems like he took over, so. In the
1: same way that. Jim de was taking over Mordecai. Right.
4: Or even that the usurper was taking over Niranathimir. It seems like that's kind of what those demons are capable
1: of. I'm worried about getting the Grung involved and having them all slaughtered by a group of Enders if the usurper is also under control by Zoros.
2: Oi, you never met the Grung. Oh, yeah, they're like devils. But I don't know how useful spears will be in space.
1: I mean they probably have guns by now, right?
2: Right
0: right, but we want let's be clear. We want the army. Well, let let's say Gerdo agrees to work with us. We're gonna need him for Zoros. I'm simply stating that I know Ollie and I know Mordecai both would want those people to have a
3: choice. Yeah. Frankie nods. She's like, uh I hate throwing, you know, marginally less than I did before but we don't need someone as rich as him making decisions like that. That's what I told the kid. She she nods. She's like, hell, I'll go with you. Sounds like my gig.
1: You said that the uh, the, the, the random generator locator teleporter thing. Excuse my, my...
3: Oh, no, I follow. The yeah. randomizer teleporter locator randomizer.
1: Yeah. You said it needs <laughs> biometrics to be approached. Yes. We may have somebody on board that can approach it.
3: Does that change it? He shakes his head. He's like, I mean, it uh, it is part magical, part physical. I mean, it's going to be updated vigorously. I'm telling you. Okay. The only way that we can get on that ship is if we force the teleportation and then you board it. Wow. It's recharging.
1: Understood. I just didn't know if that information would change anything, you know? Figured I'd give you all the variables.
3: Why don't we pause here? So we're going to end our episode and then we're going to open next episode. I'm going to lay everything out in like a summary and then we can figure out where we're going next and we'll get into some action. This is some war heavy story, heavy stuff. There's a ton of different directions you can go and a ton to do. So, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if y'all could do me a favor, uh, we need your help specifically with reviews right now. We're falling a little bit behind the curb. We've got literally thousands of you listening every day. We've only got like 140 Spotify reviews. I really, I just wanna pump those numbers up. It'll take you five minutes if you're listening to this right now, if you hear my voice, probably not, probably skipped ahead as soon as the episode is over, right? Time to go on to the next one. But hey, if you're listening on Spotify, just scroll up to the top where it has the, the name of the show. Click the stars. Hit five. Hit submit. You're done. Super simple. Or if you're on iTunes, if you write us a little review, it will show up. And we, it, 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 seriously, it helps us so much. And especially if you, you know, can't necessarily hop on Patreon and you still want to sh- support the show, those reviews mean just as much to us as our patrons. Uh, and if you would like to support the show monetarily, help us keep producing these episodes every week, uh, you can absolutely find everything that you need to find about that on thehomebrewpodcast.com We have an excellent Patreon. I want to focus on reviews this week, but please if you need to find anything about the show, if you want to find our Discord, if you want to find our social media, if you want to find anything, it's all on thehomebrewpodcast.com and we're going to skedaddle so we will see you next week for episode 67 of The homebrew. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener, don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of
4: the prison colony on Hadria.
3: And Trevor, zombie dad, Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to the last guppy, last of his kind, in search of a new home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the Katburger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at FoldsofHonor.org. And Timone King, previously a
4: longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew a should have set up that extra firewall.
3: Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock column formed in nature and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus.
4: Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way.
3: And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.